Welcome to Whispers to a Bride, where we talk about the stuff no one else is talking about. We are going deep on the emotional aspects of getting married, the stress, drama, and turbulence that affects your own sense of identity and your closest relationships. We are talking about what it means to be a bride and how to navigate the sacred time with more grace and ease. I'm your host, Kara Gassabe. As a life coach and therapist, I'm going to be sharing super practical tips so that you can not only rise to the occasion of your wedding, but also your life. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Whispers to a Bride. I am your host, Kara Gassabe, your favorite bride, whisperer, and life coach. And I am so excited to welcome you to episode 72, Don't Miss the Moment. So obviously I do the work that I do because I care about your emotional well-being and I care about you experiencing your life in the way that you want to do it, right? That's why I am a life coach. I was trained as a social worker in graduate school at the University of Pennsylvania. And I remember, you know, everybody finding their people, often people who are going through really, really tough stuff, like eating disorders or immigration issues or homelessness. And right, everybody was finding their people. And I just remember feeling very pulled to like, how do I help people really sort of maximize and take in the really good things that happen. Obviously, this was back in like 2004. Fast forward, here we are. And it's like so many people sometimes are like, why would you need a life coach when you're engaged? Isn't that when your whole life is like coming together and there's no problems? And I'm like, you think so, right? We think that what society calls our happiest moments and most successful moments, right? Like when we finally lose the weight, get the job, get the ring, get the baby, get the promotion, get the house, right? We are taught to think that like these are the moments of joy and excitement and accomplishment and success and feeling of wholeness and completeness and integrity and all of these things, like that's sort of that promise. But anyone who's been through them, right, got into these big sort of life moments, will tell you it's a lot more complicated than that. They're never what they seem. They never feel the way we thought they were going to feel. It's always a bit more disorienting and complex and overwhelming while being very underwhelming at the same time. And that is why I'm so passionate about helping you through the bridal experience. I think it is one of the most fascinating chapters of a woman's life because I've talked about it on lots of different episodes. It is, in my opinion, a very different experience for a woman in our culture to navigate this time. It's just different, it, and especially in a heterosexual partnership right? There's different things going on in a same-sex couple, or it's just like a very, you know, there's a lot of things that are the same and then a lot of things that are different, right? Just because of what society, all of the sort of cultural narratives that come in to play and how our own experience as an individual sort of intersects with those cultural overlays. So that all, I guess, is just a lead up to say that one of the big things I'd like to help my brides with is 
how to not miss the moment. It's the thing about weddings. It's the hardest part about a wedding is that, right? There can be a year or more average. I think the average wedding planning time at this point is a year of planning and preparation and looking forward to and talking about, right? There's so much that goes in to what is at the end of the day, six to eight hours, right? Like the wedding day is only so long and that's very, very short, right? There's, it's very huge runway to a very short moment in time. And it can be really tricky to capture that moment. And that's why I'm always telling my brides, like, how do we not miss the moment? Because I do work with brides on the other side of their wedding day and they wake up and they're just like, I felt like I missed it. I just felt like I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. And there can be a lot of sadness and regret feeling like you missed the moment. And that's why I just kind of wanted to talk about this day. I mean, talk about this concept today of how do you not miss the moment? It's a bigger question. It's the whole thing about life too. I know in motherhood, people are like, don't miss their babyhood and their childhood. And you're just like, like, what do you mean? I'm in it. I'm knee deep in it. And it's that same thing with planning a wedding. There's so much tactical and practical things that have to happen and plans that have to be made and spreadsheets and budgets and decisions and chairs and tablecloths and flowers and guest lists and the, all the mini crises that come up. It's like, you're so tending to like the tangible that it can be really easy to overlook tending to and preparing that emotional part of the experience. And I mean, that's my whole gig is trying to help women carve out some space to prepare emotionally for this big day. And obviously there's lots of ways to do this, but I really want to encourage you the way that you're going to be the most present and available to take in the moment that is your wedding day is by doing a little work beforehand, right? All the prep you're doing in all those other ways. I just want to have you set aside a teeny bit of time to prepare emotionally. And I think that is going to help clear out some of the things that could block you from really experiencing the joy that wants to come to you on your wedding day. There's so many different ways that you can be blocking the good part of your wedding day and really being present for it or taking in the joy. And I think doing some of this emotional work beforehand is going to help pave the way and clear your mind, your heart, your spirit, to take it all in. And one of the things that can help you be sort of more emotionally available on your wedding day is doing some of that like clearing out work. So that could be journaling, really just sitting down and just blurting out, writing out every single thing that is on your mind, every single stressor. It's like literally cleaning out the cobwebs, cleaning. It's like decluttering, right? Decluttering your mind and your heart. Like what are you scared of? What are you worried about? What are you mad about? What do you regret already about your wedding day? What do you like? Just all that stuff. Just getting it out of your head. You can even do it in a voice memo that you delete. You can say it to a friend like, hey, listen, sit here on the phone for 10 minutes and I'm just going to tell you all the crap that's in my brain because I just want to get it out. And there is something so transformative about hearing what is in your mind, right? So many of our thoughts are completely useless, baseless, and they're just cluttering our minds and taking up space. And so the, if you get it out, there's something powerful, putting it into words, putting it onto paper, getting it out. You can sort of manage it, deal with it, 
and analyze it in such a different way than you can when it's just like rattling around in your brain. So definitely think about like journaling or just blurting to the venting, I guess, venting to a friend. So journaling, venting, meditating. For those of you who don't really experience it as mental clutter, I want you to just dedicate, set a timer, right? On your phone. I was going to say on your Alexa, but then I'm afraid my is going to say something to me like 20 minutes. Can you sit completely still for 20 minutes with no agenda? Your phone is not near you. Your eyes are closed and you're just watching your thoughts go by. You might be surprised about the things that come up, the things that don't come up. It's literally just like programming in some mental space to just be with yourself and be with this moment in your life, right? On the doorstep of this new chapter, just carve out like that date with your spirit. That's just like, okay, I want to be with myself, right? I want to tend to my own heart and mind before the big day. And I just the best, easy, most special way to do that is to just sit in stillness. And for some of you, that's going to be really hard. And for some of you, it's going to be like so luxurious and easy, but I just invite you to try it and just have a little date with yourself and just listen, watch, observe, no judgment, no stress, no to-do lists, just see what comes up. You could even, for some of you, it's going to be easier to do to keep the body occupied. So maybe a walking meditation might work or other kind of exercise can be a really great way to do this. But you want to set the intention before that like, this is my walk with me. This is my bridal walk where I am just dedicating this walk to just feeling my feelings and hearing my thoughts about this moment in time. It's just a really special way to do that. And obviously the other way I love to do this and help brides do this is the one-on-one calls that I do. I am calling them bridal sessions. And it's funny, I got that name from those portrait sessions that used to be really common. I feel like they're sort of old fashioned now, but where you'd put your whole like gown on, do hair, makeup, the whole thing. And like a week or two before your wedding and like go and sit for formal bridal portraits in a bridal portrait session. And it's almost like this, like, there's something just so cool about like snapping, like the moment before, right? The groom isn't even there for these. This is just you. And there's just something to me very poetic and very interesting about like, this is who she was before this next chapter. And that's why I love these calls because it's like for this one hour, we're just going to like treasure and honor and make space for who you are at this threshold in your life, at this moment. This is your bridal session. This is who you are as a bride. We're just going to take one hour and I'm going to be your witness. I'm going to hold the space for you. I am going to give you the feedback. I'm going to prompt you to just sink into it and feel it because the more you sort of can start to do this before the wedding, you'll be so primed to really feel and experience and connect all the dots and savor all the goodness and make the meaning. And it'll just 
uh, be a much richer emotional experience if you've sort of primed the pump a little bit by doing some of these exercises before. So whether that is the journaling, the meditating, the walking meditation, or a call with someone like me, these are all just great ways to make yourself emotionally available to meet the moment of your wedding day. And the final thing I want to say about not missing the moment is I feel like so many of us have watched the movies and like seen all these, oh my gosh, these like sentimental moments where like the mom is zipping up the dress and like they have this big just moment that like seals up and wraps their whole relationship up in a bow and all the love and approval and acceptance and admiration and gratitude, everything that like we all want in our mother-daughter relationship is just like all of a sudden like happens in this like 90 second thing. And like the dad, like showing the dad the dress, there's often a huge moment in the walk before the aisle. He says the most profound thing, like these moments are very intense and very perfect because they have been so scripted, right? In a movie, it's literally people's job is to like, how do we make the most poignant, fabulous, elegant moment? Real life is not that way, right? These things like don't happen like this before the wedding day. I mean, mom is like, cannot find her pantyhose or the hair is a problem or the makeup lady is running late. And so like the photographer is zipping your dress up, right? There's so much, again, tactical, tangible distractions that are happening that it can be really hard to have those emotional moments that we sort of yearn for or expected or dream of. And what I'm saying is I want you to sort of create these moments, be really intentional about them, put them in your timeline and put them in your plans. Like during the getting ready, I am going to take three moments to say something to my mom, or I am going to make sure I pencil in like a toast to my girlfriends when we're all drinking mimosas and everyone's going here or there. I am going to like click that glass and say, thank you for being here. And the more you think ahead about, and that's what, that's really creating a moment, not just like waiting for the perfect, like the problem with these moments is that like everyone's looking for someone else to like make it happen. And I'm telling you as the bride, like have that leadership energy, have that intention that like you want to create some of these moments that you want to experience. You have the power to do that. Do not wait for someone else to do it. When you sort of initiate them, then woof, people rise to the occasion. They will meet you there. They will take your lead. But I think that so many brides end up a little disappointed because nobody created these moments for them. And it was up to you, right? You can create these moments. You can sort of initiate them and get them going. And I think that's just a really powerful part. So I just want you to, again, think of what are the moments that matter and what would you love and what would be really great? And what are the little steps that you can take ahead of time to create them? You can even like prompt your people. You can say to your dad, right? Like, my dad's kind of goofy. Like he wasn't going to say anything profound leading up to like walking me down the aisle. He might not know exactly what I was going to need in that moment. I don't think I'm going to know. Right. But you can say ahead of time, like dad, like if I'm looking nervous, say this to me. Or if I'm like, you can sort of to your mom, same thing. Like no matter what happens, mom, I want you to like make sure that you like tell me how I look in the dress or just whatever it is. Your people want to make you happy. They want to do what will help you be calmer and more confident. So like, if you can give them some cliff notes, do it. It does not take away from it. All it does is help like give people a little guidance and a little confidence and a little direction and permission to show up in the way that you are hoping for. And so you can 
create these moments. So I don't want you to forget, like my message is don't miss the moment. So create the emotional availability to show up and be present on your wedding day. And we talked about how to do that. But that second thing is make the moments. You can't miss the moment that you create. So if you want a certain kind of feeling on your wedding day, think about the ways that you can put that in very intentionally on purpose so that you can have the feelings and have the experience that you intend to have. Do not just be along for the ride on this most important day. So I hope that is helpful to you. If you want more information on how to not miss the moment of your wedding, reach out. You know, I am here for you. And I just am so passionate about this time for you in your life and how to just really lean into it and make the most of it and learn from it and grow from it. So if you want to learn more, book a call with me, join my bridal prep Academy, get my book. And as always, I thank you so much for all of your support. If you are feeling at all moved to rate and review this podcast, I would love it. It will help other brides find us. This is like the rising of the divine feminine in this moment, right? Like this is us helping each other get the most out of these beautiful moments that are often just so much harder than anyone told us. So reach out, help another ride. And until next time, I am wishing you nothing but bridal bliss.